Welcome to Us and My Life. Love you and I, cause I love you so much. Oh, 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 I just love you. I just like help, help. I just like help. I just like you too. I just like you. I, 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 I just love you. Happy New Year! I love you. Say goodbye. You're going to school, and that's okay. Yum 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 yum. I just love you. Bob, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, Gary? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Not bad. I tried to log in through your, um, uh, where it says optimizemylife.org. The hyperlink don't work. It didn't work for you? No, I, yeah, I, I tried a couple of different ways. It, it's not working. It's something with the website. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I usually have people, I usually recommend to people that they uh, dial in. Um, and uh, using that number that I, I gave, I give to people. So how are you doing today? Right. Not bad, not Great. bad. I, uh, I made a mistake yesterday. I bought for the bathroom and I didn't realize it was clear instead of white so I gotta go buy another tube again oh yeah it's fine print Bob (laughs) I want to uh, not bad yeah not bad I'm I'm trying to hit as many companies right now as I can I'm just trying to just like uh, uh, get back to you know some kind of normality I want to introduce you to another friend of mine. His name is Larry Casparine. Larry, you, how are yeah. you doing, my friend? I'm uh, doing very well, thank you. How about yourself? Good. Um, and uh, the other person that's talking is my friend Gary Geigel, uh, who's from, uh, also was a, a member of St. Joseph's. Oh, okay. Hey, Gary. Glad to meet you. Hey, Larry. Hey, I, I think... Why do I think I know you from Chapter 3 of Rolling Thunder? Uh, yeah, I've been, in Ro- I've been in Rolling Thunder. Diane, Diane, and George? Yes. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good <laughs> friends with Diane. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You guys are both veterans, so I think uh, you have something in common. Yeah, uh, what, what branch of the service were you in, Gary? I was in the United States Army in 1975. Okay. I was in the uh, United States Air Force from uh, uh, January 69 to uh, July 72. I was a uh, crew chief on the F-4 Phantom. Oh, wow. 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 That's nice. Yep. Yeah, when when you were in, I was just signing up for the draft in high school at that time. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I actually I went in as a combat engineer out of Fort Leonardwood in Missouri. That's nice. Yeah, and then they shipped us all over the place. I mean, I was in Picatinny. I was all over. But um, I my main MOS uh, was the... Uh, I was a constructional engineer. We, we did a lot of heavy construction. That's cool. Oh, do you know there's a... Hey, Bob. Hey, uh, Bob. Yeah, go ahead. You know, Gary, you mentioned uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. My uh, older yeah. brother, that's where that's where he uh, had got his uh, initial training in the, uh, in the Army. Right, um, mm-hmm. right. And, and, and I guess I call it a boot camp, right? 
Yeah, AIT, yeah, boot camp, you all out there. And two of yeah, my... It's, uh, not, it's, not, it's not the same anymore. <laughs> yeah. Two, two of my wife's grandchildren have now have also done their uh, boot camp training in uh, Fort Leonard Wood also. So it's like a family yeah. tradition now, you know? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. But, you know, so anyway, I'm going you know, hey, to... Oh, hey, Gary, the, you know, yeah. on, on Tuesday mornings, we meet yeah. at the uh, VFW in Hampton. It's right, right up on Route 31. Gardner. Right, in Glen Gardner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have breakfast right. there on Tuesday mornings. Right. I know Diane, Diane sends out... Yeah, Diane sounds out all the notes on Facebook. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, um, I go to for breakfast on Tuesday mornings. Larry, I don't, I don't know if Bob explained to you my situation. Seven years ago, I uh, was faced with a task to take care of my dad and my mom. My, my father was a World War II veteran. Out of, you know, he was with the uh, the Normandy campaign. Oh, I lost uh-huh. him. I lost him 10 months ago. Uh, Diane was there with me. Um, he was a decorated decorated guy. Did a lot. Yeah. The Battle of the Bulge. I mean, he did a lot. And now I just lost mom on June the 5th. So it's been a tough go for me. I, I got to get, get back working again. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, my, yeah, my father and my uncle, they, uh, no, my father and they all went in. They were all in World War Two. Hey, Gary, you know, we could definitely help you, Gary. I I tell you, it's been a tough uh, it's been a tough battle. I've been hitting this year, uh, indeed, and uh, Monster, and uh, uh, oh my God, a whole host of uh, apps on there. But uh, I think they think I'm overqualified. <laughs> you are <laughs> more than likely. We have another friend of mine on here from uh, Tennessee. His name is Derek. Hi, Derek. How you doing? Hi, hey, Bob. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, hanging in there. Hanging in there. Gavin's yep. on the radio show, too. Yep. Hey, Gavin. Stop it a moment. Sorry. Hey, Derek. Hey, Bob. How we doing? Who was that? Gavin. It's Gavin John. Gavin John. Oh, Gavin, is that you? Yes, sir. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, had had some time this afternoon and heard you were leading the radio show today, so I thought I'd hop on for the night's treat. That's great. That's great. Glad to hear your voice. Um, I I hope everything's going well in your baseball career. Yes, I, I actually recently broke my arm, so I've been out for a little bit, but God willing, be back on the field soon, just taking it one day at a time. Yeah, that's all we get. That's all we get is one day at a time. That's all the good Lord gives yep. us. Yep. So, well, I'm, I'm glad you came on the show, and uh, you've probably heard we have a couple of veterans on here now, and yourself. Yes. Um, and, yes. Thank uh, you. So we're Thank gonna... you for your service. You're welcome. Yes, yes, both of you. Thank you for your service. And um, my older brother was a, a veteran in the. Uh, he was in the Korean War, and uh, he um, served that uh, served his term there. And uh, part of the time he spent in Jap in uh, in Japan uh, because he was uh, he was wounded uh, in the. Uh, in uh, in Korea, they they moved him to a hospital in uh, in Japan, and uh, he met a young uh, a young doctor there, a female doctor, and the two of them fell in love. <laughs> wow, wow! But the but her Japanese family would not allow them to get married. Um, uh, her her father was very uh, staunch about that. He says. Uh, I do not want my daughter to marry a uh, an American soldier, <laughs> and so they couldn't they couldn't get married. You know when wow. he he when he passed away, 
I was cleaning out some things in his uh, in his bedroom uh, dresser, and and um, in, in there there was a picture of this Japanese girl, and her name was written on the back. It was Tanya Takahashi, and Tanya was the was the girl that he fell in love with in German in uh, Japan, and he kept that picture all of his life. He was he passed when he was I think seventy seven. And um, wow. so his whole life, he had that picture in his uh, in his dresser drawer. Uh, so it's it's just uh, interesting the things that we go through in our lives. And today we're we're uh, we're generally going to talk about uh, family um, family traditions and relationships. And uh, because this particular segment of our radio show is. Uh, it's about the family, about the family unit, and so uh, so today uh, we're, we're gonna. So if any of you have any uh, family traditions or uh, family relationships in your in your lifetime, then uh, this would be a good time to talk about those. I uh, I, I just uh, want to pass on. A, I want to pass on a couple of them myself, and then uh, we'll we'll go from there. I, uh, my, my parents, my parents, my parents and my grandparents were very hardworking people. Um, and they, 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 uh, taught, taught their children and, um, and later on it was passed on to, to their grandchildren, which I was. Um, and, and, uh, we, my, my parents always worked, were always busy working. Um, they were either working when we when they bought the farm in Illinois. Uh, they were working on that all the time, or they were working at their jobs. Uh, both of them had jobs as well as working on the in the farm, and and uh, they taught us to uh, help out in those in those activities, especially on the farm. And um, so we learned a lot of different things. We learned how to drive tractors. We learned how to how to drive trucks, and at a young age. And we learned how to feed the animals, and we learned how to uh, raise the animals, and and uh, we learned how to to uh, to uh, plant things and grow things and and um, uh, uh, develop produce. Every just about everything we ate, um, everything in our diet came from from the family farm, and so we had to raise them, and and we had to uh, from the fruit and the. Uh, and the vegetables and, and the nuts and uh, uh, everything that, that that we consumed uh, came from the family farm, and so, so that's been a like a tradition in my family and, and some of my children we've we've passed it on to them and they're also doing that they don't have farms but they but they raise things in their garden in their yard and, and so forth and they always have a lot of flowers and things and my mother was. A very, a, a very loved flowers as well as my wife loves flowers, so we passed on those kind of traditions uh, to our to our children, and the values that we that we had uh, we passed on to our children also, uh, being a good Christian, helping other people, and and things like that, and and being honest, and 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 a high integrity, um, and treating people um, as though you you wanted to be treated. So those are some of the traditions that um, were, or have been passed on in my family for at least four generations, I know. So um, I, want, I want the rest of you, if you have things in your mind that you want to talk about as far as uh, family traditions or anything else you want to talk about, just go right ahead. Gary, I think you, you uh, chimed in there earlier. Yeah. You, want to, you want to bring up some yeah. things? Go ahead. Yeah, well, guys, good morning to you all. And um, I'm from New Jersey, too, with Bob here. Um, but, um, I mean, recently I, I just lost my mom on June the 5th. Uh, she was 90, she's going to be 99, and Dad reached the ripe old age of 105. And wow. um, seven years ago I undertook a task to become a caregiver, and I dropped everything I did, my work, my everything, and I uh, had – an outing with my sister over this because um, she felt that I should have went on with my life and let mom and dad go. And I said, no, because I said, 
I'm not putting them in a nursing home. I said, in addition to that, as I've been in them places, I said, and it's a horror story. Then COVID came, and most of those folks passed away from that disease. And so that led to that. So let me move up in time a little bit here. Uh, my sister and I, over 39 years with her husband, we didn't see eye to eye over the most stupidest thing you could imagine. But, you know, in these latter years, caring for dad and for mom, the ironic thing mom said to me, I, th- I think she knew she was coming near the end of her life, and, but she says to me, I want you to learn something. And dad said this to me too. He says to me, the most important things in life, he says, you have to remember is it's not, you know, like what you do or how much money you're worth or what, whatever it is or stature that you have in this life. He goes, but it's, it's respect. It's mutual respect and self-respect. He goes, Gary, if you lose your self-respect and you lose mutual respect for ones that are out there, he goes, then you lose everything. And then mom said to me in the end, he says, she said to me, I want you to make peace with your sister. She says, because only for the reason being, I don't want you going through the rest of your life she says, with, I mean, I could talk Italian to you guys, but I won't do that. <laughs> so, uh, but, no, the ironic thing was that she said to me, Gary, she says, I, I want you to have a happy life, and I want you to have peace inside you. No more of this. And it's funny because I'm alone now because I, I have no other family. And um, I sit here, and sometimes I, I think, and the ironic thing, I, I mean, I, I told Bob the story here. I had to rebuild it, gut this whole place and rebuild it all. And I, I did this not only like within six days after, you know, putting mom to rest. And it's been a lot of stress for me. I've, I've been under a lot of stress. And, and I, I said, you know, it's funny. I said, I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to put the olive branch out. The worst thing that could happen is she could tell me I don't want to be bothered. But, I mean, um, just the other night, my sister's husband, my brother-in-law, knocks at the door wanting to know how I'm doing. And I says, hey, how are you? And he says, he comes on in and he says, how are you doing with the big TV? I said, I can't get it up. It's, it's too big. I says, I need, I need an extra set of hands. So, I, I mean, I had all the, the tools and the drills and everything, the levels, and, and uh, we got it up on the wall. We put up the sound system and we sat down and we had a good conversation. Actually, I'm going over to their house tonight for dinner tonight. They invited me over. And um, it's it all boils down to like what mom and dad says, you know, life is short. And, you know, sometimes even at work or in our personal lives, or, you know, we don't like things that people do. We do things, everybody does things differently. But ironically, yep. I, uh, the, the point I'm trying to bring out to you is no matter what it is or who it is, whatever it is, um, we have to see the good inside these people. And yep. when... Yep. We portray that out, that comes back to us. And that, that's what I wanted to bring out. And I was really shocked, guys. I really was. And that's when I saw that, I was like, wow. And I couldn't believe that. And then on Saturday, <laughs> we're all going out to Enzo's, and we're going to have dinner over there. So, like, all these strange things are happening, what Mom basically depicted to me. And because yep. I, I was kind of, like, blind. I was blinded by a lot of anger and a lot of, like, you know, just, just animosity, which was really, I had to put it away. And uh, yeah. yep. it's, it's working. It's really working. Well, that's great, Larry. That's great. I mean, I mean, uh, Gary. Um, I'm Gary. You know, that's I, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Gary, I had a similar situation in my family with uh, uh, my two brothers, uh, my older brother and my younger brother. When they, were, when they were getting along with each other, they were, they were able to accomplish tremendous things together because they were right. both contractors, both contractors. Right. And, uh, but, but at times they, they would, they would uh, have a disagreement and then they would decide not to talk to each other anymore. And, and <laughs> that, went on, that went on for years. And I, right. um, my younger brother, when my older brother was dying uh, and I was out at, uh, out at his place uh, when he was uh, in his last uh, few hours of his life, and my younger right. brother didn't want to come over and and uh, and say anything to him. He was um, <clears throat> he was unconscious, but he was but he could hear you uh, because right. I I'd hold I held his hand and I talked to him and I say if you hear me, uh, <clears throat> squeeze my hand and he did he squeezed my hand so I knew right. he could hear he could hear us 
And I told, that happened, I told my younger yeah, that happened. Kid, I said, come over, the same thing. Yeah. Come, come over and talk to your brother. I said, before he passes, because he's going to pass any time now. And, um, right. Because we knew, we knew it, was, it was very near the end there. So he finally yeah. came over, and he talked to right. his older brother. And he tells me today, and I was with him about a week ago out in Illinois, and um, he, um, he says that he was, he was glad that, that, um, that I uh, asked him to do that because um, that was part of, part of uh, forgiveness. And by the way, um, one, of our, one, one of our leaders on the Hope Collection, Mary Stanley, um, just about an hour ago had a podcast um, re- regarding forgiveness and all the different aspects of forgiveness and, and, uh, and uh, get forgiving yourself and forgiving others and, and so forth. And uh, it was an excellent podcast. And I, um, I just happened to go on it because I was uh, getting the radio show set up and we used the same facility on the radio show to do those podcasts. So uh, it was, uh, I just happened to listen into it and it was a, it was an excellent Excellent podcast. She had right. a couple of psychologists, psychologists on there, and they talked about it. Um, so anyway, Larry, you have some things that you want to uh, mention about uh, family traditions and, and uh, relationships? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, well, let's put it this way. My uh, uh, two brothers um, both moved, uh, you know, from Washington, and uh, it's uh, – you know, I haven't uh, spoken to them in a while, so you know, I uh, I, I really want to get in touch with my one brother. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny, you know, how, how you get you know you get going and you know and you're doing things, and next thing you know, wow, you know, you know, you, 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 the family should you know definitely stay together. You know what I mean? And it's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, life yeah. life gets in the way. We all we all have our own lives and our our own uh, things that we're doing, and sometimes um, when uh, when the family um, we we don't we don't get together as often as we'd like to. Um, right. and, but you know, a simple phone call would change that, and um, I think or or a text message or whatever. Um, uh, just a way to communicate with your with your family members. You know, I have a very large family. You know that, Larry and, I, and Gary. You guys know that. Yeah. Gavin, I yeah. think I've talked to you about. I talked to you about that also. That I have a large family, and it's it's hard um, sometimes to communicate all the time with with the family. But I send right. messages out. Uh, on birthdays, I'll send messages, and Christmas, and Easter, and and uh, occasions like that, I will send messages out um, to every one of them to uh, uh, to let them know that we're thinking about you, and we're and we're and we're pray, praying about you, and we're and we're uh, asking God for blessings of you, to, for you and for your children, and so mm-hmm. it's it's it, it's very important, I believe, to keep that communication channel open. And and to uh, to let uh, the family knows know that you're 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 thinking about them and that you're praying for right. them, and and right. so um, and I, I believe that's what God wants us to do, and so um, yeah, I would encourage anybody that's um, hasn't talked to a, a close family member for a long time, just to do it, you know, just do it through some ways. So there's a lot of different ways we can communicate today. Uh, email and, and uh, text messaging and telephone phone calls and all kinds of different ways, even video con- uh, calls. So um, I would encourage uh, all of you to do it. And I don't do it enough, by the way, um, but I Bob, but I do keep in touch as much as I can. Hey, Bob. Um, Bob, can yeah, I add one ahead. thing? Can I, can yeah. I add one thing? Yeah, guys. Sorry. Sure. Just yeah. real quick. Go ahead. And in all due respect, I mean, Diane and I, talk a lot, you know, about many different things. And uh, as you know, the country, the state that it's in right now and what's happened with our government and everything like that, everybody's mixed on a lot of feelings with what's going on. But you know something? Yep. And it had, it had to take the loss of my mother for me to understand that that's something else. And you know right. something? 
my sister and her husband might have different political beliefs, but that doesn't change how we are. But you're still family. As, yep. Right, exactly. And I, I let that get in the way of a lot of things, and it destroyed a lot of relationships, the whole, the whole dang on thing. And I, even my friend down in Atlantic City, I know her since we're 17 years old up on Lake Apac Home. And Sue and I, we've come to, like, become, she was at mom's funeral with me. And she even said, she says, Gary, it's so good to be here with you. And, you know, I, I know her beliefs and political aspects are different, but her relationship with me now is solid. You know what I mean? We can talk yeah. about so many things, but I just, I just park away from anything that's political or anything to do with what's going on in this country. I do. Because I don't want to destroy that. You know, because they're, they're really good people. They're really nice people. You know, you mentioned earlier about your mother and the, and the things that she told you at the end um, yeah. to to make up with your your uh, with your uh, siblings and so forth. And uh, she did. My mom did the same thing to me and to my brothers. She oh, she wow. told us each each one of us individually. She said, wow. "Look, I, I want you guys to love each other, and I want you guys to to get along. And I and I know that you, if you do get along, you can." You can accomplish more uh, in your lifetime, yep. and you can you can yep. help more people, and and uh, right. so I, I I heard the same thing from from my mom as you did with your mom, and and you yep. reminded me of that when when you mentioned it. So it's yep. uh, just a wonderful thing how uh, how uh, different generations pass on things to other generations, and that uh, is correct. I, I have I have tried to do that with my. Um, my family members that have passed, um, I've lost a lot of my uncles and aunts, and I've, my dad had nine in his family, and um, they're, they're basically all gone but one, um, and uh, including my dad is gone, um, to a better place, by the way. And, and anyway, um, I, um, I just think that um, uh, that's very important, is to, is to, not only at the end, but any time during their life, is to is to make up with them and 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 show forgiveness and and right. um, and whatever whatever it is you know don't hold a grudge. <laughs> Bob, uh, I, I see it in the church. I see it in the church. I see it in the workplaces. I see it out in Shoprite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, folks are just yeah. they've become. You if know, you've noticed, I mean, they've become downright mean towards each other. People can't even say good morning to each other anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know the the Lord's prayer. Uh, the Lord gave us a prayer. Uh, Jesus did. Uh, to He gave it to the disciples and us. And He said, um, they, He was asked, how, what, how do we pray? And He 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 gave them the Lord's prayer. And and the, you know right. the, the last part of that prayer is all about forgiveness. Uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, so um, He wants us to forgive, and He wants us to uh, live live that way in our lives. And and so um, that's why I think it's important that we that we do that in our lives, and I I do it all the time with my with my family and and, I, and my friends and and so forth. I try to um, um, if there's anything uh, going on between us uh, that that needs to be fixed, I, I I try to at least make an attempt to to um, uh, to straighten that out and rectify the situation. And so, and I, and uh, so I think that's very important. Um, I, I, um, two, two, about two and a half years ago, I divorced my wife, and um, we had um, we had a pretty rocky uh, relationship there for many years, and and um, so I sat down with her one day. I said, "Look, I want to resolve these issues. I want to, I want us to to agree to to disagree or agree to." Um, just be friends for the rest of our lives, and uh, we uh, we were that was right about the time we decided we were going to get divorced, and and so I made up a contract between the two of us, and I had it notarized, and we both signed it, and and um, we it, it was a way to settle the issues and also a way to um, um, uh, come to an agreement on all the things that we needed to agree agree to in a divorce. And um, and it worked out great. And to th to this day, now that was about three or four years ago, but to this day, 
she and I are good friends. I do work for her in her houses, and I and wow. um, and I and um, and we we have to work together because we have children together, and we had business together, and so we had to work together, and that's what we had to work out. So we're now mm-hmm. good friends, and my current wife knows that that we are good friends, and she. Um, uh, she uh, she works uh, she understands and she uh, agrees with it and so uh, so anyway uh, that's uh, something that I try to pass on to my kids also is to work out those kind of disagreements and 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 uh, use forgiveness. Mary just joined us. Mary Stanley. Hi, Mary. How are you? Great. How about you? Doing great. I was just talking about your uh, podcast that you had earlier today, uh, and and about uh, about forgiveness and so forth. And uh, I, I, it was a wonderful podcast. I didn't listen to all of it. I only listened to about maybe twenty twenty thirty minutes of it, but it was it was great. And I I see Country Boy has joined us also. Hi, Country Boy. How are you doing today? Oh, you know, I'm better than good and better than most. If I get any better, I'll be close to the one that made me. There you go. <laughs> I have I have two veterans uh, two veterans on the show here with us today, uh, uh, Gary Geiger and a friend of mine from uh, from church, and um, uh, Larry Casparine, a friend of mine from church, and uh, they both live in the New Jersey. And uh, but but we've been talking about a lot of different things uh, about uh, family traditions and relationships and so forth, and and the forgiveness which Mary uh, was talking about earlier on the podcast. So you guys, um, uh, you you want to make any uh, any comments about about anything you got on your mind? Three three. Well, I just got to listen to. I just listened to a 12-minute podcast, actually 17 minutes long, by my spiritual guider, T.D. Jake. Some people like him, some people don't. He speaks the truth. I just listened to his 17-minute message, if you guys want to listen to it. It's called Forgive and Move On. So it's how apropos that conversation is, that if you're not willing to forgive that person that you're willing not to forgive moved on and went on in their life, you're the one that gave yourself uh, a cup of poison because it can eat you from the inside out. So if you're standing around waiting for somebody else to forgive you, then you're the one that's getting sick, not them. The secret is that you have to forgive yourself. We already Amen. know Amen. that if, that uh, uh, old boy and Judah went to wrestle together, and then you know if old boy will sit at the same table with the divine creator and think that he can deceive him, do you not think that if people would lie to Jesus that they won't lie to you? Come on now. Yep. I just kind of stop right there, but that was a quick note that we're right on point when a lot of people want to move on with their life. You're not going to be able to move on your life if you forgive them. Here's where most people get stuck. I'm willing for to forgive them, but I ain't going to never forget. Okay, now there's a trick in that. (laughs) Do you want to be made well or do you not want to be made well? You want to be made halfway well? No, no, no. You've got to be able to let your spirit forgive them. Your flesh, that brain thing of yours is designed to do one thing, to protect you. You're supposed to learn from that experience. There's a blessing in every lesson and move on. Shame on you if you wrongdo me one time. Shame on me if you wrongdo me the second time. Let me let you in on a secret. I ain't going to be no third time. Back to you, Mary. Back to you, Ray. Okay. Um, I want to I mention one, uh, one thing about uh, Mary and, and uh, Country Boy. Um, they are both uh, on our board of directors of the of the Hope Collection, and uh, they are both uh, great contributors. And they um, uh, uh, both of them are successful businessmen and, and uh, family family people. Um, so I um, I just am, am happy to have them on the show with us because they they contribute so much 
um, to the whole the whole uh, idea of the Hope Collection. Uh, Country Boy is from Atlanta, Georgia, and Mary is from Minnesota. And so uh, they're both, um, uh, we have a, um, a nationwide uh, program here today. Uh, and I think, Gavin, you're, you're from California, right? Yes, sir. Yep, I'm in uh, Massachusetts right now. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, nice. yeah. So, so we're we're all across the country today, <laughs> and um, so I thank you all for uh, for participating in the show. Um, Gavin, I haven't given you a chance to talk much. You um, you have some things on your mind that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, some comments about what, awesome. what we've been talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just think it's awesome that you all are still doing the radio show, and I'm. You know, honored to hop on every time I, I'm able to. I'm going to try to be able to hop on more consistently um, now that I have a little more time since I've been injured. Um, and for the family tradition, um, normally for Christmas we go over to my grandmother's house, which is a lot of fun. All the young kids open up their gifts. And then something around the same time of the year, my immediate family, we drive around and look at Christmas lights, which is a lot of fun, uh, just seeing the different houses set up. Um, and then on the forgiveness part, um, I uh, I agree with what everyone said about that. Um, and, and it's really tough. I've had to forgive some people that I, you know, they weren't my bestest of friends. We used to be best friends, but then weren't. Um, and, you know, I felt like a huge weight was lifted off of me. You know, and, and um, you know, it was hard to have those difficult conversations, but the end result uh, was better for, for me and for them, and we're able to, to move forward with that, that mutual respect that uh, I think it was maybe Gary that brought it up. But, um, yeah, really thankful for this radio show and really inspired uh, every time I come on here to hear everyone's uh, perspectives. And, um, and uh, yeah, very, very honored. So thank you. Well, thank you, Gary. Thank you. I, w- I want to mention, too, that um, for those of you that don't know about it, um, uh, Gavin um, has written a book, uh, and the name of the book is Laugh in the Face of Adversity, and uh, it's by Gavin Johns, and um, it's, a, it's a great book. I, I, recommended it, I recommended it to many, many people already, and, uh, and, I, um, and I've read the whole book, and I, I, I just have such wonderful insights to not only uh, Gavin himself, but also about what he's doing uh, to help other people. And um, so I, I think it's, um, it's, a great, um, it's a great book, and I would recommend it to anybody. It's called Laugh in the Face of, Li- Laugh in the Face of Adversity by Gavin Johns. And um, Gavin, by the way, is a, um, uh, is, is a base- baseball player. And he's uh, he has a goal to be uh, uh, part of the major leagues if uh, if if that if that's what God is gonna is gonna provide for him a, a way to get into the to the majors and uh, but that's what his his goal is that right Gavin? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And thank you for uh, thank you for the shout out for the book. Uh, but yes, yeah, God willing, MLB. Uh, so I'm gonna keep going and. And uh, and be patient as well. That's the that's the one that God's teaching me right now through this injury. A lot of growth and a lot of patience um, can be can be difficult. But you know he's he's getting me through it. You know by the grace and strength of God and and you all too. This is very encouraging to be a part of this. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, um, we appreciate your participation in the program, and. Um, and uh, it, the good thing about this program is that you can you can participate in it no matter where you are. Like you're in Massachusetts now, and uh, you live out west. So um, it's um, and and um, all of us are from different locations around the country. And so it's um, it's a that's one of the things I like about the program is that anybody can dial in from anywhere. And um, the, our, our program is also broadcast over the internet. Uh, to, I think over 70 countries now, and so uh, and and uh, we have a, a, a connection to Facebook and uh, and other uh, social networks. So um, it's um, this uh, this is not just something that's uh, 
that's just started. It's uh, it's something that's been around for a long time. Uh, originally, uh, the Hope uh, Collection was conceived in around around 20 years ago, and um, Dr. Joel Griffin, who was the founder of it, he called a bunch of us together, and we met in upstate New York uh, on I think it was Lake uh, Lake Geneva, um, and we uh, we talked about it, and we talked about. Um, at that first part, we didn't talk about the radio show because that came later. But um, the Hope Collection itself was <clears throat> was founded um, by uh, Dr. Joel Griffin. Um, he developed a, a database management system uh, called the RR Center uh, Research and uh, and and uh, Center, and he um, and he um, used that to. Um, uh, create and help uh, four different presidents on their uh, budgets, on their annual budgets. Um, I think um, the first one um, he had he had uh, one of the presidents he knew, and he uh, uh, he was asked to uh, to help them to balance their budget, and uh, so he did it with with four different buds, uh, four different presidents, Reagan and Bush and Clinton. And and so with four different four different presidents he helped, and um, so um, it's just a lot a, a lot of uh, history um, in not only in families but also in in uh, traditional um, things that people are doing, and um, so I I, um, I appreciate all of you appreciate all of you uh, uh, participating and commenting uh, and making. Uh, uh, really, really, really good comments coming out of this out of this show today. So, uh, anybody else want to want to add some things here? We have a we have about nineteen oh, minutes left. Yeah, oh, go man, ahead. you know I, I you, you know I always got something to say. People don't know <laughs> they say he talked a lot. Y'all know my Fourth Amendment right. I have a right to remain silent, but I choose to give up my right to remain silent. Because everything that I say and everything that I do can be and will be used to bless somebody. My granddaddy said, if you can't say nothing good, remain Don't silent. Say nothing at all. What old man, what old man f- forgot to tell you guys is if Paul Harvey was here, he said, now for the rest of the story. Did old man tell y'all that we've never met? Mary has been pronounced to everybody that knows me, and I've been living here in Atlanta for a little over 40 years. Only two people know where I live, so nobody really knows who I am. I'm not trying to make headlines. I want those certificates and plaques and trophies. But I've been pronouncing Mary Stanley, Speedy, especially a Speedy woman, in God's sense, as my best friend. Hmm. But you know what the crazy part is about that? I never met her. Nope. Oh, man, has been on the radio show with me. I, Joel mentored with me for 20 years, and 18 of those years, he never met me. Oakman has never met me. Ron Clayton right. has met me one time because we was in the last 15 years we've been in the business, and when he came to Atlanta and came over to hug me, I swore up and down and sideways that I'd never hug him like that again because when I hugged him, my nose hit right in his armpit. That's the way you greet your kids. You let him sniff your armpit. <laughs> he knows his arm around. He's right in his nose. <laughs> but listen, yeah. why am I telling y'all this? reason I'm telling you this is I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. If you promise to tell everybody that you know. We have one, one major interest in common. Our father. You want me to say that again? Our father. Father. We're about our father's business. Joel Griffin set up eight major platforms to perform on, and we have, you remember that old saying, I hate cliches, but here's one for you. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Joel Griffin told me, he said, country boy, it's okay if you use the word super. You know, it's kind of like up there with awesome and incredible and all that kind of stuff. We've taken the best of the best from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Man, Kane, the West Coast man, top gun, international humanitarian man of the year. He didn't nominate himself, and they told me that he's flown around the world enough to go to the moon and back seven times. Oh, my God. 
only nominated yep. five times for a Nobel Peace Prize. He's way over on the West Coast. Ron Clayton, our new president, he's up in New York. Well, in New York. New. Oh, you yep. missed that. I said new. I love that word. New president. Ron, I just told you I've only met it. Mary. Mary told me. Oh, I said, where are you from? Where you live, Mary? She said, Minnesota, I'm thinking. Minnesota. Where is that? She had to help me get out of clothes to find out where Minnesota was. Oh, my God. I'm glad they put me down here in the dirty, dirty south. Y'all hear that word? Some kind of adjectives to use for trying to describe a place, ain't it? Dirty, dirty. We came from the dirt. We're going to go back from the dirt. Now, why am I telling you all this? You just heard me say we've taken the best of the best from the north, the south, the east, and the west, and will allow every single person to come in and love, love, love their very best. Love is an international language. It needs no interpretation. And if you can't love your very best, it's absolutely unacceptable. But by us doing what we're doing on a day-to-day basis, we serve up hope for lunch. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. Hope is the grandfather slash mother nature for something that you call faith. Oh, faith is the substance of things hoped, hoped, hoped for. We hope that you're picking up what we're putting down because we got enough of love amongst us to make the world go around you guys, but we want everybody to come in and do what you do. And if you don't do what you need, I'll change my own oil, but I got a mechanic around the shop that charges me $12. So you think I want to change my own oil? I can brush my own teeth, but I also have a dentist. (laughs) Y'all picking up what I'm putting down now. This is the last part, Oak Man. We want you to come in and do what you do. Nike says just do it. We got people that says been there, done that. Lynn Kane's program says kids, serve it. Put yourself in the midst of people. Last one, Oak Man, for real. My grandmama. Lynn Kane calls it the kindness campaign. Mary's daughter, Ariana, an eight-year-old, nine now, don't, don't tell her I said that, It's helped launch the international kindness campaign because we want to stop the bullying. We're going to use the children to compromise. The, we're going to use the children to compromise the old wisdom people. Now, over here, we call it hope. For you, that's what the Hope Foundation, a whole, whole collection of people that have knowledge and expertise in every area of life that you can possibly name of. And they'll let anybody in, even me, down here in the dirty, dirty south. We call it a blessing to be a blessing. But if you understand that theory, if everybody could bless themselves with it, we wouldn't need each other. So closing, I want you to know that we've been practicing, but we've been doing stuff that ain't working. I've never called anybody yeah. stupid, but if you want to read the Webster Dictionary, it says to continue to do the same thing over and over again and stop working. What we want to do now is we want to turn up the volume, you guys. We want to practice. Mind up. When you get perfect, practice doing unto others before, I said before, before they do unto you because when you give some love, some hope, and kindness away, then eventually it will come right back to you, even if it does not come from the person that you originally gave it to. But truly, truly, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. Back you, Hope. Got that right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, country. Thank you very much. You know, I'm, folks, I, I love to listen to uh, Country Boy because he has so much knowledge and so much wisdom that he can pass on to us. And uh, he is um, a very good communicator. And so I, I just love to, to hear him talk about different things and important things in our lives. And um, so um, anyway, I, I want to have Mary come on for a few minutes, if you could, Mary, and uh, tell us about what's going on with you and your family. Um, so, um, so um, Mary, are you there? Yes, sir. So we are working on Ariana's birthday, which is Monday. So we're adjusting from a little girl to a big girl. So she's now a big girl. But um, coming up next month, 
Ariana decided that she wants to have her own radio show for kids by kids about the Kindness Club. And so wow. we're going to have a night, an evening show by kids for kids all about kindness. How old is your daughter, Mary? Uh, She'll be nine on Monday. Wow. 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 That's great. See, folks, that's, that's what's um, uh, – Mary is using a lot, of, a lot of tradition in the family to develop, help her child to get developed. And um, Mary um, – Ariana has some some uh, some special needs, right? Correct. She is autistic. Both both the kids are her and her brother. She has issues with anxiety and um, emotional. She's very empathetic, so she gets overwhelmed easily, and then she shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. But you have helped her tremendously. I know that uh, to help her to overcome uh, that deficiency, right? Um, I've created programs to help her. Um, since COVID, we have not been able to have any help coming in because it's been a revolving door. Um, personal care workers are on an all-time low. They don't stick around long enough. So by the time the kids get close to them, they leave the company and figure out a new line of work. So it was creating wow. for our household, it was creating more damage than good. So, but, you know, Memorial Day, she did really well. And now we're coordinating with the Boy Scouts to adjust their uniforms because, like, their class A's, their dress shirts, are very stiff, very uncomfortable. So kids with sensory issues like her don't like to wear them. It makes them very uncomfortable. So we're working on new material that makes it easier. Oh, man, it sounds like them trying to put us in a suit and send us to church. We feel very uncomfortable in a suit when all the other kids got on khaki. (laughs) But that's different. But, see, that's why, Mary, I have to jump in with you again, Mary. I just kind of threw out there that there's so many things, you guys, that we've been doing that's not working. We we used to applaud the school systems, and we still do, the ones that have the heart to teach. But we have to admit that those that's been labeled, specially labeled like me that came in on the short bus, Mary's daughter and son that's been labeled autistic, this one has been labeled bipolar, and I wrote two term papers on that. So when I'm in the nursery, I take on a different persona, a different personality. But when I work inside of the federal prison here in Atlanta, I take on a whole other persona, which means that everybody's bipolar. There's just certain things that her children and autistic kids do that most people just don't understand. Last part, I'm co-founder of AtlantaChildren.org. I have the second largest not-for-profit organization in the state of Georgia, and 99% of the kids that come through our program are foster kids from the time they're three to four years of age. By the time they reach 12 to 14, they've been to six to eight different foster homes. Now they're 12 through 20 years of age with no high school diploma, no GED, and 38 counties don't want them. They send them to us like they send them off boot camp or to a prison. Mary has already got certain teachers, and she's teaching me some things, and I tell you, we never even met. The things and the skills and the training things that she's been there and done that are working. Who says that the divine creator can't use anybody that he wants? And soon as Ariana came up with, um, let's have a kindness club, Lynn Kane, who I just told you about, we've been talking about it for over a year, maybe close to two years until a child come and showed us how to do it. So with, that just yep. goes to show you again that God can use anybody he wants to do a task. There's certain people that are going to stand back and talk about it. Mary, you're definitely God sent, baby, because you're a mover and you're a better world changer. Well, gang, uh, old man, thank you for pointing that out. But, Mary, we can't say enough about you without stealing his glory. But we love you, and you're definitely a God-made creature that's been made and designed in his own image, sent to us in this time that we're in to help make for a better world. 
Back to you, Mary. Go ahead, Mary. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Can I address Mary for a few seconds? Sure, go ahead. Only if she's only if she's going to tell the truth. I'm <laughs> telling the truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> Okay. Hey Mary, I'm Gary. I'm up from New Jersey. I'm up by Bob here and uh, and uh, Larry. Um, I used to work for a company. Um, I was a caregiver for my mom and dad for seven years, and um, tough task. I mean, it takes a lot of a lot of guts to do what went on there. But the company is called Public Partnerships Limited, and they choose people. Like, for instance, in your area of Minnesota, I was just looking at it online as we've been listening to this conversation. There is a division that's up in your neck of the woods that actually uh, can probably help you with someone with special needs. They have uh, very well-trained people in this company, Public Partnerships LLC. And they, they are out of St. Paul. I'm looking at it right here now. And you might want to just, I mean, in the event, if you ever do need a caregiver for one of the children, uh, you might want to reach out to them because they do screen their their people very well for who they're caring for. It's back to you, Mayor. She there? Mary. So one of the problems we have is I live 200, two hours south of the Twin Cities. And we only have a couple services that are available, but the problem is, is there's waiting lists. There isn't, which the good thing is, it keeps me in business because I train, I teach people to do what I do, and we're launching a new school to teach professionals right. to be able to do what I do. But yeah, right. your waiting lists are extreme, extremely long to get into services and get help. Right. Unless you're directly in the Twin Cities, and I'm closer to the Iowa border. Okay. Well, you guys might want to talk uh, separately from the show. Uh, and uh, Mary, I can send you uh, Gary's uh, telephone number if you'd like. Uh, if you'd like, if you'd like that, I, I don't want to do it unless the two of you agree. Oh yes, please. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, that's fine, Bob. Okay. Yeah, Bob, I'll send. I'll send Mary your uh, telephone number uh, and your name so that uh, if she wants to connect up with you, she can. Okay. Awesome. Great. Yeah, Got another week, week. week. Because I booked up this week, but yeah, I'll connect with you next week. Oh, man, I got yeah, another quick uh, see, secret. Just... Uh, yeah, go it's, ahead. It's been that place. The quick secret is, again, you guys. We're one nation under love. Barry just pointed out that when people called in from Russia the other day, we had people on from southern Australia logging in online. I don't pray the same prayer because it seems like when people tell me something and I pray over one time, I just kind of take it to God and leave it there because he doesn't have amnesia that we have to keep mentioning to him, can you fix it? Can you fix it? Can you make it stop? Can you change it? Here's my message for you. The divine creator told me to tell y'all that he's either going to fix it, change it, or rearrange it. One more time. He's either going to fix it, change it, or rearrange it. It will not stay the same in Jesus' name. We've been calling him and calling him, and God, will you come? Will you come and fix this? And will you change that? Another secret, and I'm done again. He told me to remind you guys, he's the living, almighty, awesome one who just happens to be omnipotent. Wherever you are, so am I 
also, I will never leave you, Mary, even if you move up to Minnesota and you got snow and country boys got 87-degree weather down there. Don't worry about it, you guys. We're coming coming together, one nation under love. Y'all know what happens when two people join together and begin to pray over things? What happens when a nation... When Minnesota, oh man, what state you in? Cause I'm gonna stop right there. Where you at, Oak man? I can't never call your state out. Where you at, Oak? Oak man, New Jersey. Jersey. What state? New Jersey. Yeah. But you guys, and then you called out, sir. When you speak, what state you in, sir? Where you at, Massachusetts? Roll call. And then Larry's in a different state. And Rick yep, Reese is in, in New Jersey. Colorado. Do y'all see what's happening? Rick already building museums in six different cities. And he, some of the cities, we got people already on the ground. We got soldiers on the ground. I just don't want nobody to miss what's happening here. God's either going to fix it, change it, or rearrange it where we're not in a season of lack anymore. We just easily entered into the season of favor exceedingly abundantly more than we can imagine. What are y'all thinking about us getting more health care in Mary's area? <clears throat> Think about it for a minute. We would just want to get it on our minds. The most powerful force in the universe is the power of the human mind. If we put our minds and our hearts and our spirit together, if there's not enough health care, God says, I'll send it. Back to you, old man. Thank you, country boy. Um, uh, I I, um, I think we're out of time here, so uh, I'm going to uh, end the show. But um, I did want to mention uh, that we have the show is broadcast five days a week from uh, Monday through Friday. And then we have a special uh, Saturday morning uh, conference call where we call the coaching call, where we uh, do, do a little bit of coaching for, for a while on, on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. Um, and anybody can get into the show that wants to. Uh, we don't we don't exclude anybody. You just dial in the number seven one four eight one six four six eight six, and you can dial in uh, any time, any day. Um, different hosts usually every every day. Um, sometimes uh, we we uh, we'll do two more than one show a week, but. Uh, Generally, it's uh, different hosts every day, and we do that to give you a little bit different uh, 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 perspective of, of what we're what we're all about and the projects that different different people are working on. I happen to do a lot of projects with family. Some people do projects with housing. Some some uh, of the leaders do projects with uh, uh, education and and certification, and so. There's different different people do uh, are involved in different aspects of of other people's lives, and um, so that's what it's that's what it's all about. And we we will work with anybody as long as they want us to work with them. If they have a need, if they have an interest, we'll work with them to to uh, accomplish that in their life. And we do it as life coaches, and uh, we're not bosses, and we will never try to boss anybody. We will make recommendations. And we will work with you to uh, to get solutions to whatever your issues are in your life. So um, uh, we're we're here available to help you, and um, we we uh, are doing what we think God wants us to do, and that's to as to love and help His people, and uh, to love Him also first, and then love love Him and love His people, and and uh, so that's what we're that's what we're all about. And we're, we try to give people hope. I hand out hope cards every single day. Uh, have, I have a business card that uh, is, is all about the hope collection, and um, it, it gives people uh, access to the, to the hope collection. And um, uh, so I hand them out every single day. And I tell people, I'm here, I'm going to give you some hope. And uh, I tell them to check it out. And if they see something that interests them, then call me and I my number and, and uh, my name and number is on the back of the card. So uh, that's a simple way that we we uh, spread the word to people. And uh, we we don't have any hidden agenda. We our agenda is helping people and helping them to help other people. And that's what we are about. So I encourage you to come back on the show any any day you want to at, at uh, 12 noon 
Eastern Time, 714-816-4686. And bring a friend or bring a relative, anybody you want to, somebody you just met. Maybe they want to uh, hear more about it. So uh, that's, uh, that's the way we, we spread the word. And that's the way that we uh, uh, give people to, uh, to, to help other people. So any, uh, anybody want to add anything, one last thing before we, before we end the show here? Are we going to do see. a closing prayer? <laughs> okay, sounds good to me. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 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 And uh, forgive and forget and, and uh, carry out those family traditions. And rock and roll, rock and roll. That means <laughs> keep, keep working on what you're doing and, and, uh, and helping people. God bless you all and God bless America. And thank you all for helping out today. That was a great show. God bless you, Bob. You're welcome. Larry, hope to see you I hope to see you up in Washington. Uh, Gavin, I'm I'm gonna be calling you uh to talk to you a little bit. And uh, and Gary, I think we should talk some more. Um yep. give me a call when you have an opportunity. And yep. um, Okay guys. God bless you all again. Amen. Okay. All right, God bless everybody. All right, bye-bye. Bye now. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.